<laughs> like that? Went I to catfished this? you? You're telling me I catfished you? <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? How you doing? I'm Dante. Like, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> like, hi, my name's Oscar. What the fuck? Welcome to the show. Just how we do, um, but yeah. yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's an easy watch. It's it's uh, six episodes. I, I enjoyed it. I need to go back and rewatch it. Wandavision. Have you watched any of Wandavision? Or I haven't, but I've had like my brother explain to me that it's just like unlike anything else. Because I'll be honest with you, I, I got a little bit of Marvel fatigue, just mm-hmm. just a, just slightly. And then, like when the shows came out, and I was like, you know, I really want to see these, but I don't know that I don't know that I'm ready. There's a little bit of fatigue there, but it, is it is it really that different? Like, is it that is it that good? So it's different from what you've ever seen before. But once you get to about episode, I want to say eight, mm-hmm. it's business as usual. Really, but it's still fun because it opens up other variables in the universe and then um falcon and winter soldier it's is business as usual but it gives you a, a look into what these characters do away from avenger avengerin yeah um, <laughs> and in bad batch i've only seen the first two episodes and i need to rewatch those again so I'm pretty sure those are the only two episodes that are out, or maybe the third is out. A third one just came out, I believe, and I, I haven't sat down to watch it. This, I, I want to say I was, I've been busy this weekend, but I really wasn't. I just, I don't know what I've been doing. Maybe I was at work. I know that, but I didn't really do shit at work. I just went there. And I know. Pretty sure I edited a podcast while I was at work. I know I did. As a matter of fact, and 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 then I, I I worked up like some questions for us for this episode. That's all I did for eight hours. I just sat there, jotted down notes, edited one podcast, and then said, "Hey, I'm going to head up to the corner store and um, get a banana and a vitamin water. You want anything? No. All right, cool. <laughs> so I like to say vitamin just because I heard someone say vitamin once, and I was like, dude, I love it. Dude, my, so my uncle is, um, he's, so I'm from Saudi Arabia, right? My uncle is Saudi, but he basically went to uh, the UK for undergrad and then just never left. So he's been in the UK forever. So every time I speak to him, um, he'll talk to me, he'll be like, so are you taking your vitamins? And I'm just just like, (laughs) I like say that again, say that again. So as soon as you said vitamin water, I was like, no. So I I I don't know. It just stuck. It stuck. Like I say it to my daughter a lot. I'm like, um, she's like, don't forget my uh, my gummies or oh, your vitamins. Okay. <laughs> like she's five. She, she's gonna be all types of fucked up. <laughs> That's great. You should. I would like if I had a kid. What I would do is I would like just just a mess just a mess with them. I would just pronounce things just so incorrectly and have them go to school and be like, excuse me, can you pass me the highlighter? <laughs> that's how you get child services called on you <laughs> they're, they're like yeah so um we need to have a talk <laughs> like, your kid don't know shit it's like like and they said like you say it this way oh yeah i'm just fucking with them um, and i would answer that way too i'd be like nah they're my kid i'm, I'm just fucking with them <laughs> well like in um what was it i was watching um the old movie 12 monkeys and oh, yeah 
in there, um, Madeline Stowe, she says advertisements. <laughs> so yep. I, I always say like whenever we watch commercials, like, God, that was a fucking dumb advertisement. And my <laughs> wife's like, what? <laughs> It's like, it's like, just go with it. Trust me. Nothing I say makes sense. Um, no. So everyone has been listening for the last three minutes or so. of us just chattering about poor pronunciation. It's not even poor pronunciation. It's, they say vitamin in, in the UK. That's not poor yeah. pronunciation. It's just how they do. Um, but anyhow, y'all know where, where you're at. This Off The Mass Podcast. Um, this episode is... It'll be episode 55. I don't know why I start. I'm starting to like tell people what number episode is going to be, but whatever. Episode 55. My guest this episode is um a gentleman that I met. Actually, see, y'all think I don't actually have friends, but I do have friends. I, I do actually interact with people. But um, we met while doing the human library. And the human library is just basically like a big ass podcast, just like they bring your audience to you and then you just I, I, I feel like everybody during the human library actually talked about serious shit and then people got to be <laughs> and they just turned into a fucking shit show it was like so yeah um, I do jujitsu I have a colostomy then they're like yeah so you want to talk about it nah let's talk about you Um, so my guest today is Oscar welcome hello 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 thank you so much for having me here no, thank you for doing this. And um, Oscar and I, we got paired up a couple of different times. Like when we did the initial uh, meeting, we got paired up, and it was like we it was like we weren't like vocal about wanting to be paired up. But once we saw that we got paired up, you could like hear a roar, like yes, it yes. was instant. It was instant. I was, I saw you. You know what it was? I saw your background. I saw like all your your comic crap. I saw your action figures. I was like, who is this man? Pair me with him right now. Yeah. I think we're supposed to like do like a test run and we're like, fuck that. Let's talk about, let's talk about comic books. <laughs> yeah. Like, and however much time we had, which wasn't much, we were talking about comics and then we got booted from the room. But yeah. And then the, when we actually did um, the actual human library, we got paired up again. It was like, yes, again. Perfect. So um, it was fate. Like I, I was definitely um, excited about that, and just and I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know that I even knew until we actually did the actual human library. Um, you know, because you know we're all there with our own you know different stories, and I think when you started doing your presentation, and uh, and, and show like um, the slides and everything, and I was like, holy shit. Hey, that's fucking awesome. Like, I would have fucking never guessed. So, and what I'm referring to is um Oscar is um, and please, if if I fuck something up or you know, step on toes, please let me know. Cause like we said before we start recording, I say a lot of dumb shit, and it's not because I'm horrible, it's because I'm dumb. Um uh Oscar uh, just transitioned from uh female to male. Yeah, and yeah would have never guessed it it was like thanks that's the whole point <laughs> that's the whole point is for you to not guess it <laughs> like like when i saw the like the previous pictures i was like Wait, what yeah like that's not the same person but g good good for you like that's awesome 
Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's a, it's one of those things where people are like, they're not sure. I've had a couple of people go, like, I'll tell them that I'm trans and they'll be like, oh yeah. So are you going to take like estrogen? Are you going to get like boob implants? I'm like, oh no, 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 I've already done it. Like I'm done. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, you, you mean you weren't born a male? I'm like, thank you, testosterone. Thank you so much for doing what you do. <laughs> that was just the thing is like, you know, seeing the slides and everything. I was like, okay. You know, it was still like kind of piecing it together in my head. Like, like, like what's he showing us? Like, I don't get it. Like, oh, oh, okay. I get it now. I get it. I was like, all right, all right, cool. Still want to talk about comic books. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's really cool. But um, like, hey, did you see this? Um, like, like, it's just funny how, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, when I show people those slides, it's the most dramatic before and after. Mm -hmm. And they don't, and they don't believe it. Um, and I remember like, just, you know, like ever since I was a kid, I was like, you know what I really want to be able to do? Like, you know what my, my like superpower is? I want to be able to transform. <laughs> and then I went and I transformed. <laughs> you have proven that superpowers exist and it can be I done. Have. I um, have. It can be done. <laughs> dude, the only power I want is I want to be able to fly. That's all. Like, really? Like, really? Legit, yeah, I want to fly. Like, honestly, no, what I, I want telekinesis because I'm lazy. That's really what it is. So you don't like, want to fly. You want things to fly to you. <laughs> correct. I'm lazy as fuck, son. Um, like <laughs> today, there's a pen, and I need an ink pen, and it was on uh, on the entertainment center. And I'm looking at it, and my daughter is next to me. She just got like snuggled up in the blanket on the couch. My wife, she's sitting with her headphones on, and I'm looking at this pen. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I didn't want to tell my daughter to get up. And, you know, I sat there and my wife, she's like, it, it, so maybe I do have powers because then she got up just at that moment. She was like, you need anything? I was like, yeah, can you get that pen for me? <laughs> um, maybe maybe I have the uh, power of persuasion. Persuasion. It's um, definitely what it is. So um, when I was uh, when I was younger, I, so I grew up with four older brothers. So I was technically the youngest and the only girl. Um which sucked all on its own, but all of my oldest brothers had the power of telekinesis because they had me. <laughs> <laughs> I true. was, they'd be like, they would point at something across the room and they'd, you know, gesture their hands towards it. Kind of like, like Obi-Wan or something. and be like, the force is strong with me. And I'm like, yes, the force is I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Every so often I'll say that to my wife. Like I'll just be sitting there in the bed and I'm like, the force is strong in this one. Like, what, the, she goes, what do you What do you need me to go get? I was like, yep. actually, if you can go downstairs and make me a peanut butter jelly sandwich, that would be great. Um, <laughs> the force is about to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, like, like, but first, uh, let me prepare for the stabbing. Um, actually, I always tell her like the sandwich just tastes better when she makes them. No, that's a fact though, because <laughs> when I make a sandwich, it's just, it's just like just thin and fucking flimsy and weak when she makes it is made with love like there's extra peanut butter on it but i'm allergic to it so i think there's something there it's wait like, wait wait <laughs> you're so you're allergic to peanut butter but you ask her to make her the sandwich. you you okay man <laughs> Mm -mm. You you think that you think the extra peanut butter is love? She's trying to kill you. She's like, I'm gonna put extra peanut butter on this son of a bitch. Like, oh wow, she really cares. The sandwich is heavy, it's good, it's filling. <laughs> like, why is my throat closing? Um, <laughs> well, so I don't. It, it's not necessarily peanut butter. So like Reese cups. 
I love those things. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, my mouth itches a lot when I eat them. Uh, Skippy uh, peanut butter. Again, delicious. My mouth itches. So we get organic peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a problem with that. Um, also, during uh, high allergy season, that's when I have the most problem. Like right now. Actually, um, I just took two Benadryl. So it's about to get wild in about 30 minutes. <laughs> I was going to um, say, you're going to fall asleep on me? You're going to get a little... Oh, a little- <laughs> No, nah, I actually I fight off to sleep, but I just say belligerent shit. Like, nice, <laughs> like it's like tight. Like, like why the fuck's this light on? <laughs> you know, just dumb shit. My daughter's in bed. I'll grab the monitor and start screaming like Sophie, wake the fuck up. Let's go play. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like Dad, are you on Benadryl? Fuck yeah. And an edible. <laughs> it's a whole fucking party down here tonight. Um but yeah, like uh yeah, just like all of that. I, I've like once I figured it out, I was like, oh shit, not figured it out, but like once I, I yeah, I guess yeah, it took me a second. So I say figure it out because again, as I'm looking, I was like, huh, I don't get what's going on here. Like, oh, okay, now I get what's going on. And then since I've been like fascinated, but then also it's like, nah, I mean, that's cool. And I still want to like talk about comic books and shit. I still want to be friends. Like, yeah. Like it's it's not one of those like, hey Oscar, want to be friends? And then take you take two parts. So this is my friend Oscar. Oscar's trans. Um, so don't like we we would have actually never guessed that. So thanks for putting Oscar on blast, dickhead. That's not one of those. It's like, hey, this is Oscar. Um, like he's in the know as well. Yeah, he he likes Star Wars. He likes fucking Marvel. He likes DC. All right, cool. Word. Like everybody get along. Cool. And then and at that point, it's up to you. It's like, hey, by the way, um. Hey, you know, if people, most people that I, that I flock with, you know, they're, they're really cool. They have to be cool because they, they put up with me. Like I'm I was, the most I was say, individual anyone's going to ever meet. Have you, have you ever um, met another trans person that you know of? No, um, not. So where I used to live at the Safeway, there was a, a young lady who was transitioning, um, to a, to a male, all right. And we weren't like you, you know. I'd see her, you know. I would say I'd, I'd go there maybe once a week, so maybe every other week I'd see them. But we weren't, you know. It, it wasn't like we see each other. Like, hey, what's up, man? Like, yeah. ah, man, what's going on? You know, it was just like I right, see them in passing and carry on. <clears throat> um, apparently at my job there was someone at one of our locations, um, transitioned from male to female, but. Uh, with COVID and everything, we didn't get to have like any big team meetings, so we never got to meet. So, uh, as far as I know, you're the first actual tra- you're the very you're the very first trans person that I've had a back and forth interaction with. So, cool. uh, and look, I'm a I'm gonna let y'all out there know, like it's actually pretty fucking cool. Like it's <laughs> it's not what I thought it was gonna be. Not that I had any thoughts of what it would be, but it's like. Like, oh, you got a trans friend. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just like us. They're people. So, um, but with growing up being number one, the youngest, but also uh, you said you have four older brothers. Yeah. So when did you actually, you know, like just kind of come about and think like, hey, you know what? I, I think... Like this isn't the body for me. I I I, I don't belong in this body. When did that come about? 
Oh man, as soon as I hit puberty, as soon as I started to bud, like as soon as my <laughs> as soon as my shirt stopped fitting the way that I wanted to, like I had a I had a Ninja Turtle shirt and it was the best shirt. I loved it so much, but of course my chest was super flat and then I started hitting puberty and then I started to fill out and I was like my shirt does not fit the way I want it to. What are these things popping out of my chest? Um yeah, no, you can take these back. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. So you made this decision based on the Ninja Turtle shirt. Understand? Absolutely. That, I'm going with that. All right. So I thought I was the only one that made decisions that way. Perfect. You know what? We were meant to be friends now. Yeah, um, no, no. So it was, I always knew there was something up because, you know, when I, when I was in kindergarten, um, I would just always play with the boys. You know, we had a picture day when they like separated the boys from the girls and they were like, okay, all the boys take a picture. All the girls take a picture. I instinctively headed over to the boys section. And I was like, but these are my people. This is who I'm going to take it. I didn't know what generals were. I was a kid. Um, I was like, I didn't know what they had and what I had and what the difference was. I just knew that I, when I looked at them, I saw me. And so I thought that they were, you know, my people. Um, I was very wrong. Uh, I, so I was the, uh, I was the grumpiest little girl in that class photo. Like you could tell, I did not want to be there. Um, like, why does she look like she want to stab somebody? Yes, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, that just continued. It was like a growing theme. You know, I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I, I, I don't know what, what I am. I just always felt a little uncomfortable. And then I hit puberty and I was like, yeah, okay, this is not right. And then it wasn't until I was like. 23 where i finally was like okay i've been a woman long enough like i've tried i really tried like i did the ultra femme thing like i wore dresses and i wore makeup and i really tried i think you saw in those photos like i had yeah. some period pretty serious lady ladiness going on so that that that's where i got confused because like what the fuck am i looking at <laughs> who's this beautiful woman i'm looking at and then when i connected i was like get the fuck out of here like that? Went I to catfished this? you? You're telling me I catfished you? <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh, hey, girl, what's up? How you doing? I'm Dante. Like, hey, what's up, man? He's like, hi, my name's Oscar. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Seeing the the pictures of you like dolled, like dressed up was like, look, I I, I don't have room here to speak. But if I had to dress like that too, I probably would have fucking left as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That shit looks stressful. It was so stressful. Like you like right now, I mean, you guys, I say you guys forgetting that I am now a man. <laughs> like I I live I live somewhere in between the male and female at, at all times, right? So like we're all human. Right? Thank you. It's just you don't you just oh I like I don't have to shave. I don't have to do a damn thing. And you know, women don't have to shave. I mean, they shouldn't have to. Rather, they shouldn't have to, but society, you know. Um yeah. social you know, norms weird. Exactly. People people should be able to do what they want to do, but yeah, man, like the pressure, uh, just living without that. Like I get to wake up and literally I roll out of bed and I don't do a damn thing and nobody guesses. But if I did the same thing as a girl, people would be like, are you okay? Are you sick? Something wrong? It, what's funny about that is that, it, I don't know, I just, I think people just, 
do what you want to do, man. If yeah. if you're a female and you want to roll out of bed and say, you know, I don't feel like, you know, doing my hair today. I don't fucking do your hair. Like, it's easy for me to say because I shave my head. So <laughs> I, I roll out of bed. And I'm just like, well, fuck, I might not even shower today. Depend If I got to go to jujitsu, obviously I'm going to shower. But if I, if I ain't got to do shit, I'm like, dude, I'm going straight to the basement and playing with some action figures. Like, because yep. you know, guess what? These action figures don't fucking judge my smell. Nope. Not my at daughter, all. My daughter does. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, yeah, she's definitely the one to please, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, th- th- there is just weird societal pressures, you know, and especially me being a male and just, you know, having a wife. <laughs> it's just like, hey, so um, you, you don't get on those armpits today? Yeah, <laughs> like, what's going on with that? Uh, versus me, like, like this shit's been growing since fucking 1987. <laughs> yeah. Growing wild, ain't nobody said shit about it once. So I get you. Hey, welcome to the team on that. Thank you. Do, do I, it's you. wonderful. It is wonderful. Um, I mean, yeah, there's a little manscaping that happens every now and then. I kind of have to because honestly, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. Testosterone, while it is wonderful. I was not prepared for the amount of hair <laughs> and I was not, a, I was not prepared for where the hair may show up. <laughs> you, you missed out on it at 13. Trust me. <laughs> like, that's like, I think I, I feel like, I think maybe I was 10 when the hair just started growing in bizarre places. And I was like, I didn't get it. I was just like, what the fuck is this? Like, huh? Ten? Wow, that's early. I, I, like, I've talked to my therapist. I, like, I had some wild shit going on as a kid. So I think, <laughs> like, I've been, like, I'm five foot nine. I've been five foot nine since fifth grade. So, so about age 10. Um, I just stopped growing. So there's like, yeah, that's good enough. Like, you don't need to be any fucking taller. Like, chill. But, um, like therapist thinks like, Hey, you know, you might've gone through some traumatic shit that made you grow up like faster. And then you got, you just got stunned. And I was like, I don't know how nature works. So it's like, please use real words. <laughs> um, yeah. And she still hasn't done so. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll accept it. But like uh, 10, 11 in that age, like I noticed the voice change, like all this weird shit going on for me. So you you duck past all that, you know. Good for you, because like having it happen in your twenties, it's like at least you're of like somewhat sound mind versus when you're a kid. You're like, what the fuck is this? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're right. I I'm like of, of sound mind, but oh god, it doesn't it does not help. Like when you, man, I looked okay. So I started transitioning when I was 24. Now I don't know if you like. If you slap a mustache on a girl, um, they look like a little boy. <laughs> that's just so that's kind of what I was dealing with with for a few years until my like my goatee started really coming in. People were like, Are you 15? I'm like, dude, I'm 27 years old. <laughs> so I mean, when when we were talking about age earlier before we recorded, it was like, yeah, like like I, I always assume everybody's much, much younger than me anyway. Mm. But like we're not like you're still younger than me, but okay. not as not as young as I thought you were. It was like ah, nah, you you're somewhere like I was like thirty, like tw- yeah, like twenty four. It's like wrong. Okay, there. No. But 
I mean, either yeah, either way, it's I can imagine just you know that that phase in the beginning was like huh. just puberty. It's just puberty. <laughs> it's just puberty, and it sucks. Yeah, I mean, at least you didn't have to sit through sex ed while going through that. That <laughs> is very true. <laughs> you see, I didn't. I also didn't grow up here, so I didn't get mm. sex ed. What was that like? Like, was that um so. I remember explaining this to my wife because my wife's a few years younger than me, not like a bunch of years, not R. Kelly style. I was gonna um, say, like, how much? <laughs> <laughs> like my my wife is uh what four four and a half years, five years, somewhere in that window. I don't know. I don't right. know how old she is. <laughs> she has a birthday in August. We'll find out. That sounds like a, that sounds like an excuse. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> um, like, well, she said. Well, we were talking. She says she's not even forty yet, so I think she's getting close to that. <laughs> Um, but I remember being in fifth grade and I think this was kind of, this was real early on where they weren't sure what the, this was still new to teach in school. Yeah. But I remember they went into some details on some shit that I don't think <laughs> it should be hearing. And I was just like, Oh, okay. And then when I moved to Delaware, cause I was in Flint, Michigan at that time. Then when I moved to um, Newark, Delaware, sex ed was way different there. A lot more tamed, a lot more cautious in language. Um, and then as I think as the years went on, they kind of smoothed it out. So it wasn't terrible. But as you're talking about body transitions and changes and everything, and then you're in class and you're in class while that's happening. And, you know, <laughs> I remember there was one kid, they were talking about something. And this kid turned bright red. And we knew what was going on. I was like, oh, no, Dave's got a boner. I know he's pitching that and, tent. <laughs> and, you know, he handled it like a champ. You know, he laughed it off. But, yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, you're going through that class talking about those topics and your body, you're not in control of it. It's just, it just happens. Um, so it wasn't terrible, but it's definitely – it still needs some fine tuning, I think. But there, I haven't been in a sex ed class since fucking nineteen ninety something. So yeah, I'm I, sure I, it's I, super different now. I, I would imagine. I hope. I, I hope it's not weird. I, I remember freshman year they showed us the uh, STD pictures, and at that point in my life, I decided I was going to be a virgin forever. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck that!" Like, what are those bumps? Oh man, yeah, that's kind of like how you know they show you the car crashes mm -hmm. in the driving, and it's like, oh, I know, I don't want to drive. You want me to drive after this? I had a friend, a, a classmate. Uh, she got into a car accident, a car accident, and died. Um, I think I was, I was a sophomore or a junior, and I remember I was terrified. I didn't want to get a license. I didn't get my license until I, uh, after high school because I was terrified. So. You know, and same thing with those those pictures. They showed me those pictures. It was like I don't want to have sex. My my uh, classmate died. I was like I don't want to drive. It was like anything else y'all want to use to scare me? What else y'all got? Because y'all about to put me in a cave. <laughs> this is you. This is you on drugs. Like you want to show me one of those? Yeah, I mean, shit. I was pretty much that close. It was like, hey, so y'all got any any like y'all want to show me some videos on people on coke? Like, because yep. please keep me away from it. You know, <laughs> I'm scared. But with 
uh, growing up. So doing this like later in life, um, were you when you uh, began the transition? Were you already here in the U.S. or were you still in uh, Saudi uh, Saudi Arabia? So when I began the transition, I so I I began the transition in the U.S. I had to because it's super illegal in Saudi Arabia to do anything like the there is an LGBT community, but it's super, super underground and mm -hmm. no one really talks about it. Um, but yeah, like transitioning would not have been an option in Saudi. So I had to basically run away. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I got came to the US and I was like, okay, let's let's do this. Let's start. And then I I actually thought it was going to be a lot harder than it turned out to be. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to jump through hoops to get my, you know, my testosterone and whatever. I just talked to one person and she took one look at me. She was like, yeah, you need testosterone. <laughs> I was like, yes, thank you. Please, please give this to me. She's like, yeah, you need this. Um, Cause I was, you know, I was obviously not in a great place, um, but it, it all happened really quickly. Like within, <clears throat> within, I would say four or five months of me, making the decision to transition and come to the US, I was like already on testosterone. Um, and then I had already like begun the process of changing my name, which by the way, like my name is Oscar. I literally, I picked that out of a list. Like it means people are like, oh, I'm gonna change my name. It's gonna mean something. I'm like, I didn't get to pick my name the first time. I'm not gonna give a shit about what it is the second time. <laughs> Dude, welcome to America. It's like uh, in Pulp Fiction, like uh, what's is like something Villa Loba. What's that mean? And yeah. she says it, and he goes, "Butch, what's that mean, baby? I'm American. Our names don't mean shit." <laughs> so drives so, off. Well, <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I was like, you know what, my uh, my name's not gonna mean anything. It doesn't. It doesn't have to. I don't. I'm not gonna. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And it, it was, it was one of my, you know, uh, it was part of my introduction into being fully American. Actually, I had a, I had a, a coworker uh, last year um, for my like transition anniversary, which I call my birthday. Is that my birthday? My birthday. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I like thank that. you. Um, he was like, he was like, oh, I got you something for your birthday. I was like, okay, what what is it? He's like, if you're gonna be an American male, you need one of these. And he gave me a Swiss Army knife. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, again, back to age thirteen. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, I was like, it, okay, it's a right. You're in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> uh, that was very sweet. I liked it. That's good. That's good. And it sounds like, um, you know, everything's, you know. I'm, I'm sure you've had your, your struggles and, and whatnot, but just talking with you, you just sound like, you know, you're in great spirits about things and just, you know, just, you know, just like talking with you. I feel like, you know what, you know, you're in good spirits and, and it's good to be just in good spirits. You no, know, especially in the world that we're in today, just with all the goofiness going on. Oh, yeah. It's like, so it's refreshing to talk to someone that's just like, you know what? I went and did something that's fucking, you know, a large percentage of people in this world probably couldn't do. And you're still in good spirits about it because I don't know how I would handle transition to it. I will say this. I get inspired when I see female fitness models like working out and it's like, dude, like you're doing amazing things. Like I get motivated to work out and then I realize, wait a minute. 
I'm not going to look like that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and then I go ahead, grab a bowl of ice cream, <laughs> sit down and say, well, fuck it. I'm all, I'm committed. I'm all in on this ice cream now, but yeah, you got to pick your battles. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like I'll see some, some female doing like a Turkish get up and it's like, dude, like she's strong. And I try to do it with my 15 pound kettlebell. And it's like, fuck. This shit sucks. Like it's like then then I prayed I never have to fight that woman because I'll probably get my ass kicked. And I'm just like, you know what? I got ice cream in Disney Plus. I'm gonna go ahead and sit down and live my best life. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I I tried to get on that train and it wasn't like I mean it was the kind of the opposite. I started like my transition. I was I said, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be ripped. I'm gonna get ripped. I'm going on testosterone. Are you kidding me? I I can I can do I can like Cause you know, they give you a dose of testosterone to make you masculine, but then of course you have some left over, So you can technically roid out. <laughs> and I was like, I guess, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get buff. I'm, I can do this. And then I realized what goes into it. And I was like, you know, you know, I'm okay with my noodly ass skinny little arms. I'm okay with that. <laughs> so there was a point where I used to lift weights big time i was just just crazy about lifting weights just getting jacked uh you know playing sports that was my thing then one morning i woke up because i used to get up you know like six in the morning five thirty in the morning you know lift a little bit eat you know doing all the right things and one morning i woke up i was like why am i doing this <laughs> like what's the end game to this like in in I know everyone has their own journey with it and that's good for them. Proud of you. But for me, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah, I do jujitsu and it, it will be helpful there. Yes. But I don't need to look like a Calvin Klein model. Uh, I have a, I have an old classmate. He just put up a, a video on maybe Facebook or Instagram. He looks like a fucking superhero. Um, he looks like a uh, um, Luke Cage. Oof, nice. And he was like, uh, he put, you know, this is me at forty-two, and then he put in parentheses, but I, you know, feel like twenty-two. And I was like, good for you, buddy. Um, you know, that ain't me. And there's some days I do go through that battle. I'm like, yeah, I want to, you know, I can do this. I can. And then I hit the Seven Eleven. I get a couple honey buns, and I'm like, "Yeah, we'll start tomorrow." It's oh, why is it always the honey bun? Why is it always the honey bun? <laughs> honey buns are so good. Like, like it, it's like, I I don't know. It's it that that is my crack. Like, if, if that, I've never I haven't seen a honey bun that I didn't like. <laughs> we have them in the vending machine at work and every time i pass by and i'm just like oh god no if we had a vending machine at work i would yeah basically live off of it when i used to um work at a mattress warehouse um like it was actually a warehouse and they had a vending machine and it there were two vending machines one had like candies and you know like M&Ms, Snickers, stuff like that. And the other one had pastries. And every day, I worked second shift, so I get in two thirty, and we didn't have to start work until five. So, you know, I get in at two thirty. We sit around, we chat. You know, about three o'clock, I walk over to the vending machine, get my quarters, buy a honey <laughs> bun, get a Gatorade, 
And it, this was still during that period where I was actually working out hard. So it's like I was still in like decent shape visually, but I know my arteries are like, dude, quit fucking putting this pace inside of us. <laughs> I was gonna say, like the outsides, the outsides may be good. Like that's that's deceiving too. Like you see all these really jacked people and you're like, I know you eat like crap. I know you do. I've seen you. Like, what do your insides look like? By the way, that is a winning combination. Gatorade and honey bun. <laughs> Dude, like it, 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 that's the thing too. Like, I'm oh, what the fuck was that? Sorry. Um, <laughs> like the combinations of foods that I put together. Um, actually, on an episode last week, I say that because this is coming out next week with an episode that's going to be released. There is a mention of the combinations because I think I said something like I had like a hot dog and like some hot chocolate or some goofy shit. I don't know. No. It was a weird oh. combo. And my friend was like, dude, the combinations of foods that you have are baffling. And I went to a friend's house to record um, just another shout out here. Nerd Rage Radio episode 300 should be coming up very soon if it's not already out. Um, they had tacos uh, for dinner. So we're sitting there. We're putting our place together. And my buddy's wife asked me if I wanted anything to drink. And I was like, no, I'm okay. I had a coffee. And she goes, tacos and coffee is wild as fuck right now. So I don't, yeah, I don't make the best combination decisions on foods, but Gatorade and honey bun is probably the best combination. It's, it's probably the most like, it, it's the least weird combination of things that I uh, put together. Like, oh, that's what it was. I had a chili dog and a cake. Oh, no. Oh, my. Oh, was my. It was delicious. I mean, yeah, those two are delicious. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how I would handle those flavors together in my mouth. Oh, oh no. no. It wasn't What's together. A- I, I ate the chili dog, and then maybe five minutes after the chili dog, I ate the cake. So. Okay, you see, that makes more sense. I don't know. I'm sitting here thinking that you're eating these things together. Like, I knew this one girl that used to just douse her ice cream in ketchup. My um, dude. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yep, no. <laughs> That's a no. <laughs> I hope I never meet her. <laughs> I hope I hope I never meet her again either. And actually, never mind if she ever hears this. I, I, you're actually a really cool person, but that was weird as hell. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's suspect. I mean, I do some dumb shit, but... Ugh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but then again, I thought about that earlier because I I had um an Italian ice, but right before I had Italian ice, I had uh, buffalo wings, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I thought to myself, I was like, so I went and washed my hands. I was like, it would be kind of weird if I got some of that sauce in my in, in this Italian ice. I was like, then <laughs> I said to myself, dude, don't fucking do that. Just. <laughs> Fucking move on with your life. Go sit down on the couch and fucking eat this fucking Italian ice. Um, but uh, sorry, I'm I, I, I get way off track. No, uh, that's fine. I mean, I don't. <laughs> but um, so yeah, when when you uh you know start making the transition and everything, like with your family, um, you know, was there communication with them? Were they aware of it? Um. Part, part, partly, kind of. So, um, I, I don't know if I, we mentioned this earlier, but I have, I have four older brothers, um, and uh, my mom and my dad. And I told 
two brothers and my mom. So effectively half of them knew. Um, they weren't terribly accepting to begin with. Um, the other half was completely like, I did not communicate it with them because I, I, I knew that they would not be accepting of it. Um, <clears throat> they ended up finding out later. Uh, but I mean, I'm a, I'm a grown ass man now. Like they can't tell me anything. Right. So, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a little tough. I had to, I had to come out at some point and I did, it was, it was tough to swallow for them, but eventually they realized that like, I'm just, I'm just a nicer person to be around when I actually feel comfortable in my body and in who I am. Cause I was a real, I was, I was just, I mean, I've always, I've always been nerdy, but I was just a weird, like quiet girl that just like i don't know i was just weird i was just really weird and now i'm weird and loud which i don't know if it's a better thing but <laughs> I, I mean it's me <laughs> it, it, but you're getting to be you and that's the important thing there is you know being able to embrace who you are like that that's that's something that you know most people don't get um like I always like, kind of joke about when I hang out with my friends, all my friends are so different. So I adjust, like I'm still me, but there are little micro adjustments that I have to make to, you know, give those dosages of Dante to these friends because, you know, sometimes, you know, you run into people, they just can't handle the full brunt of, you know, your personality. So you know, being able to be who you are to its fullest is it, that's a fucking superpower in itself. So thank you again. Thank you. Look at it. you doubling up on the superpowers this this episode. Look at that. If only I had the force. <laughs> if hey. only I had the force. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Don't count it out yet. Not yet. Maybe I'll get a kid someday. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like my daughter, she's kind of a pain in the ass, but you know. <laughs> She's really sweet. So she's nice to everybody else but me. So, you know, and let me tell you right now, if you ask her to go get a fork, she's quick. She's like, always, hey, stop running with the fork in your hand <laughs> up near your face. Like kids with eye patches are cute, but, you know, come on. Like, Did you just say kids with eye patches are cute? Yeah, eye patches are adorable. Like, have you ever seen like, you know. Like, you know, little like parody things, like a little kid with an eye patch on. They're playing like as a grown up, they got on an eye patch. Like, that's adorable. <laughs> like, I wonder what's underneath that eye patch. Probably not an eye. But, Probably not an eye. <laughs> but, you know, that's terrible. I don't know. Kids are adorable, just <laughs> like yeah. when they're not your own. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Yeah. My, my daughter went over and played with the neighbor kid the other day or today. And uh, my wife went over to get her and I said, oh, my God, she's so sweet. She walked in. She took her shoes off. She was so polite. And I was like, really? Because she walks in our house. She fucking takes her shoes across the room. She's fucking knocking shit over. <laughs> it's like we're talking. And she just jumps in the middle of the conversation. Like if, if like the TV's on and my wife and I are talking, she's like, hey, I can't hear the TV. It's like, But over there, she's a fucking saint. Well, you know what, though? You did a good job because that means she knows her audience. True. And she knows what to do around certain people. You know, I think I think that's a good thing. And she's comfortable enough to be whatever around you guys. When I used to teach preschool, that, that was a thing, though. Um, kids were always well-behaved in the classroom, but they get home and they're, they, they're nightmares. And the parents who use the teachers use us as, you know, kind of the threat. Like, 
don't make us tell Mr. Dante or Miss Gwen. And they would straighten up. So, so, and, and I remember always thinking, I was like, man, I hope my kid's never that way. But uh, I guess that's just a kid thing, maybe. It is. Yep. Keeping up appearances. Yeah. I mean, as long as she can go out and make me look good, it's like, all right. Like, <laughs> I don't care. It's like, oh my God, you're such a great parent. <laughs> Dude, I gave that kid potato chips for dinner last night. <laughs> don't, don't, don't like compliment me on being a parent. Hey, trust yeah. me, you don't, you don't want me babysitting your kid. I'm going to give him Starburst for fucking lunch and then bring yeah. it back to you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I ever become a parent, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I could, I can, Look, we're talking about honey buns. Like, I, I that's probably what I would feed my kid. <laughs> hey, I mean, look, I, I think there's a weird point in it where, at least for me, I eat shitty food, and then I will share a little bit with her, kind of give her a taste to let her know, like, look, this is this is yummy. You can't eat too much. Meanwhile, she sees me shove a whole the rest <laughs> of the honey bun in my mouth like in one gulp. It's like, okay. But this is a life lesson. Don't be me. Yeah. Like, do as I say, not as I do. I'm a, I'm a fucking glutton. Don't, like, don't please don't be me. Um, but whenever she sees me drink a soda, she gets really mad. She's like, "Dad, stop drinking soda." Um, so I'm trying to manage that intake because I don't need a five year old cussing me out. She doesn't. She doesn't cuss yet because I don't think she knows the context. They're um, savage though. They don't care. They don't care. I had a child. Um, I didn't have a child, but I used to teach a child. Like I only have, I only have one kid, and you know that that one is enough. I don't need any more. Those little fucks are terrifying. <laughs> um, but I had a student in my class. We're out at recess. He's chasing one of the kids. He trips and falls without missing a beat. He says, "Somebody better, uh, somebody better get that motherfucker before I fuck him up." <laughs> And I was not sure how to handle that. And that's my student. And they looked at me. My co-teacher wasn't there that day. So that was like, I had to, I had to address that. And I was like, oh. like, I'm going to be honest. I was a little scared. Yeah, I know that's intimidating. That sounds like a grown ass man. I don't want to say shit to that little kid. He might hit me. Like, I don't know how I'm going to handle that. man. Not then. Oh, okay. Point, I I, all I knew was like, you hit me, I'm hitting you back. And bring your punk ass daddy. <laughs> but like, and his dad was a big dude, so I wasn't ready for that. But yeah, little kids, they it's amazing how parents think their kids are angels until those kids are out on the playground and they cussing up a storm. Because mm-hmm. my goddaughter got in trouble at school for doing that, and her mom told me, I was like, you know, talk to your goddaughter. Uh, you know, go pick my goddaughter up. I was like, yeah, I heard you got in trouble. What's up? I was like. I said a bad word. I was like, what'd you say? I said, shit. I was like, all right, look, here's the deal. You got to know your surroundings. It's okay to say it. I say it. I said, oh, I've been saying this shit since I was, uh, what, eight? At least eight or nine. I was like, I've been saying this since I was a little kid. It's okay. They're just words. You just got to know who's around you. And, you know, don't say it. And also, part two to that, don't ever fucking let me hear you say that again. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I so, hope you said that verbatim. I love yes, that. Yes, <laughs> I did. Um, because that because now the door is open for me to use curse words around her. Because I know that she knows what they are, but she knows not to say them around me. And um, that's how it's been though. She she's a sweetheart, 
and she, like she actually just got engaged recently. She uh came over. We all had dinner. Um, nothing fancy. We had pizza. Nice. That's that's um, most wholesome. That's awesome. Like that's how we rock and roll here. We don't we don't do fancy shit here. I don't even think we have a like a dining room table or nothing. Like the dining room, the dining room is my daughter's playroom. Like fuck yep. all that. Um. So I mean, she's a well-adjusted person. I mean, bad words don't make people bad. I mean, I know people that use no bad words, and they're fucking horrible humans. So absolutely, absolutely. So they could fuck off with that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, just with everything as it stands right now with you, um, like, I know you said you told your mom, um, and two of your brothers, do you still have any kind of communication with them now? Or is it just like, nope, they know and they accept it and you just, you're just living your life. Um, so the two that I, I told initially, I'm super close with them. Like I, I talked to them almost every week they both live um, overseas so one is in Egypt and the other one is Saudi in Saudi Arabia I talk to them almost every week they're pretty cool you know they they're down with it they don't care anymore uh, I still you know I'm still talking with my mom she knows she's cool with it every now and then they'll slip up and say she but you know they'll call me by they'll call me by my birth name which is fine like I, I don't expect them to call me Oscar because it's not an Arabic name and they're used to calling me by my Arab name, which is totally fine. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, I'm just, I'm just living my life. Like I'm, and I'm not in the closet at all. So like, I, I don't bring it up. Like I don't force it in, in, in any conversation, but if it comes up, like if it has to come up in a sense where someone's like, you know, uh, I don't know. They they ask me a very specific question that has to do with like growing up as a guy. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, I don't have that experience, <laughs> um, and this is why. <laughs> They're usually just kind of like, oh, I don't mean to blindside people, but I also don't want to like tiptoe or hide or whatever. So if they bring it up or if you know I have to address it, then I do. But otherwise, I'm I'm not ashamed. Well, that's good. It, it, I'm glad that. I mean, even just having this conversation, though, shows that, you know, well, doing the human library, mm -hmm. you know, just all this stuff shows us like, look, you are who you are. You're proud of it. And <clears throat> that, I think, in itself is just, again, something that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people, it's not just that they don't have it. I don't think a lot of people know how to embrace who they are and just. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough because a lot of people also like they have a lot of, you know, I mean, I, I struggle with this, too. I, you know, I, 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 I talk all smooth, maybe, you know, and I but I've got my own kind of, you know, insecurities every now and then. Um, but yeah, it is it is tough. You know, people go through stuff and they don't they assume that the world has eyes on them like that they don't, the world doesn't care. The world does not see you the way you see yourself. No. It does not think about you as much as you think it does. Um, so you better just live the one life that you have. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Cause I mean, at the end of the day, if you get hit by a bus tomorrow <laughs> and let's say, let's say you survive, but you know, you can't do shit else other than just, you know, roll around like Stephen Hawking. Mm. Did you get to, you know, did you get to do what you want to do when you're, you know, able body? Like, if not, then, you know, you're fucking missing out. Me, again, I'm lazy as fuck. So I'm getting to do what I want to do. I'm doing a podcast. So there's not much more I really want to do. I mean, hey, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Um, 
it's 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 fun for sure um but yeah like you said the world you know the world doesn't care so just do what you're gonna do yeah otherwise like what are we really doing like who are we trying to impress oh yeah oh yeah absolutely absolutely there's i mean yeah, that, that was when I was going through my like ultra femme phase. I was like, everyone, everyone's expecting me to be this kind of way. And then as soon as I realized that like nobody, nobody has that right to expect me to do a damn thing. Um, I was like, okay, I, I actually, I need to make this change for me because it's, I'm the one living this. I'm the one in this skin. Nobody else has to wake up in my body. I do. Um, so I, yeah, I just got to do this. Um and it's really, it's, it's, I'm, I'm just grateful. Like you, you hear me be all like happy go lucky about it. It's because I, I know what could have happened otherwise, right? Like I'm just lucky to be here in this country, in the state that I am, um, because it could have gone a whole other different way. And I see it and I appreciate just where I am. You know, you just ha- always have to keep things in perspective. And I think that's, that's, the biggest thing behind the smile on my face is, you know, I may not have it real great. You know, it sucks being a trans person of color in this country. Um, but I am a trans alive person um, in on this planet and not, you know, um, executed or something for being trans, you know? <laughs> True. True. Um, you're so doing a human library. We're all in in Maryland. I, I assume it's like because we're doing this remotely. I'm like, wait, we are in. Maryland, oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Maryland. Um, so, what brought you to Maryland? So, oh my God, Maryland is the fourth place I have moved to since I've lived in the U.S. in 2015. Uh, um, so, I just had family here. I had family who ended up here. Uh, so, one of my brothers works um, in Baltimore. And uh, like when I first landed in the U.S., I was in Texas, and then I went to California for a bit, and then I was in Pittsburgh for a bit, and then finally, like I was like, I need to settle down somewhere. And there's really no place where I have I have no like ties anywhere. And actually, my brother's about to move um, from Maryland. He's about to go back home. But I figured I was like, okay, he's going to be in Maryland for the next few years, so I might as well be near him. So. Yeah, that's that's what brought me here is really just family, and I'm I'm glad I I came here because it's this is is very different. Like if you think about it, I've lived I live I've lived in the South, I've lived on the West Coast, and then I've lived sort of north, I guess, because it's it was Pittsburgh. So I hit almost every corner. Pittsburgh's a unique place. Um, I'm just well, basing I, it off their football team, so. Oh, <laughs> you see, you know, I never understood like all the all. There's a lot of hate for the for the Steelers here. Yeah, Baltimore. So yeah, the Baltimore Pittsburgh rivalry is is huge. And what's even wilder is when you get Pittsburgh fans that live here in Maryland, or even worse, that live in Baltimore. And it's it's <laughs> fucking wild to see. Just going to the going to a Ravens game. I went to a Ravens-Steelers game, and the Steelers won, and it was it, like, it, it was terrifying because when we walked out of that stadium, I, 
like you could hear a pin drop and I was afraid to sneeze. Cause like, if I make a sound, I'm going to get my ass beat. So let's just get the fuck out of here, get back to the car, get home and then laugh. Um, because I took a, I took a lot of pictures and posted them on Facebook and tagged my Pittsburgh friends when um they they hit the game winning field goal. I was like, hey God. guys, congrats to you guys. It's like me, I'm a Lions fan, so I cry all the time. But <laughs> like it's okay, I make fun of the other teams. It's like, well, your team sucks too. Like, yeah, but I know it. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is the difference. <laughs> I don't try to pretend that my team's great. I know my team's trash. Um, but. Yeah, I was, you know, wondering because anytime anyone ends up in Maryland, I always wonder, like, how would you get here? Like, if if you don't have, like, generations and generations of family that's always been here, I'm always curious to know why Maryland. I like Maryland. I, I Like, you definitely get all your seasons sometimes in one day. Um, shit, sometimes you get snow and then 60 degrees weather two hours later. So Maryland's that's- definitely unique. This place is weird, not just like just, you know, not just as a, you know, topographically or, you know, geographically. It's it's just the people here. I did not realize how like it's it's really weird. Uh, so you'll go to one spot and everyone will be like super progressive and open minded and forward thinking. And then you'll go to certain spots where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't belong here. What am I doing here? I need to leave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's how I am at work a lot of times. Like where I work at, it's, um, it, it's it's colorful sometimes. I'm like sitting there at work. <laughs> I'm looking out the window at work, and I'll see a Confederate flag just drive by. I'm like, wow, what? <laughs> like okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's like I guess I'm not gonna go to the corner store today. I'm gonna stay here in the office and just cool out just in case. Yeah, um, it was wild. Is that Maryland is typically a democratic state. Um, but where I work at, where I live at, there's a lot of Trump flags still flying. Um, like we went out to get snow cones the other day and right where we went to get snow cones, there's a house with this big ass Trump uh, banner in their front yard. And we drove past a few houses with the flags hanging off of trees and um, flagpoles. And I says to my wife, I was like, dude, you think that every four years they're going to do like a, a a 2020 election reenactment, like they do a civil war reenactment? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt dude, it. I'd be so happy if they did. And you know what? I would participate. Cause that's just fucking history. That's amazing. Like I was just like, yeah. dude. Like I want to play too. It's like you can't play. Look at your skin. Like, huh, huh, well, look at you. Bet. <laughs> like I see how you want to play this game. Um. Yeah. No. But I might edit that out. I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Don't. <laughs> right, fuck that. I'm trying to do my best to do as little editing as possible. Um. So. For the most part, everything. The only part that I'm going to edit out is where my headphones glitched and I couldn't hear you. So, oh yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah. what it is is that I couldn't hear you, but everything you said was heard loud and clear through everything else. So, you basically doubling up the question. People are like, why do you repeat the question? Oh, oh sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, it was it was my um earphone jack, and I knew the problem. I was looking directly at it, and I was like, you should move that. And I was like, nah, you'd be all right. 
That's uh, how lazy you are. <laughs> yeah, like like it's not even an arm's reach away. Like I just have to move my finger, and it's like eh, it'll work itself out. <laughs> like one of these days. Um, so with making you know the transition and everything, and um, like you're saying, being in some of these areas, you know, it's progressive. And then you go to some areas, and you definitely don't feel um, that's the spot for you. Do you ever feel? um like threatened or have like have you had to deal with any um negative you know just anything people just being shitty humans period um i get a lot of looks well not not anymore because as you as you um as you said like it's hard to tell thankfully um but in the beginning yeah you i would just get a lot of looks like thankfully no one's really been super hateful I actually got a lot more flack being like when I would would be in the US um as a an Arab woman way back when I got a lot more uh you know just crap for that um but yeah thankfully thankfully I haven't had to deal with too many instances of like a, a actual outright aggression um like someone threw something at me at some point but I don't I mean I don't I, really think about that um but uh it's it's always like microaggressions and it's always it's always something like you know it's it's unfortunate because you know they they see that i'm brown but they assume that i'm like a different kind of brown but it's still the same kind of aggression so Mm -hmm. you know they'll like assume that i don't speak english and then you know try to you know (laughs) i don't i don't know it's just really creepy uh so it's less 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 of a trans thing more of a skin Mm -hmm. color thing yeah yeah well yeah even as i was thinking i was like yeah like like yeah i I would i would have never guessed had you transitioned from uh female to male Mm -hmm. so even with that question as i'm thinking i was like well i mean I can't imagine anyone would give too much trouble for that because they probably wouldn't know. But yeah, as far as like just skin color, that that's you know we're, we're big on that here in the U.S. Yeah, you know I didn't. I, I that's a that's something that I was really like. It took a while for me to to get used to or not get used to, but like really understand. Obviously, there's so much history about that right in the U.S. There's just so much history. Of course, there's history about that everywhere. I mean, even where I come from. But it's, and I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just, it's um, always, always there, always in the forefront of the conversation in the U.S., uh, which is, again, like, a, it's a good thing. Um, but it was definitely something that I had to get used to. Like, I was not made aware of how much my skin tone mattered until I moved to the US. Because like we've got different skin tone Saudis because we're right next to Africa, right? So we've got a bunch of Saudis who are, um, you know, darker skinned, a lot of Saudis who are lighter skinned. It, I don't know, from my experience, it doesn't come up as much as like when I moved here, you know, it's like, oh yeah, well, I guess I'm I'm brown and I got to live my life as a brown person, uh, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, I'm still getting used to that. <laughs> Dude, I've been here for 43 years, and I don't know what that means either. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. it, it's a weird thing because, like, growing up, when I grew up, or where I grew up, there weren't any white kids in my school. Mm-hmm. So, 
Uh, well, no, when I was in, when I was in Flint, there were three white kids in my class or in the school, and all three were in my classroom. Um, when I moved to Delaware, that was something else. Oh, was I it never completely flipped? So I went to school in Wilmington, which is predominantly black. But to see so many white kids just blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, I didn't know there were this many of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I like experiencing right now? And then I was the only black kid in my neighborhood for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, which was just, it was, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I was a kid. So I was aware, but I didn't really care about it. Um, <clears throat> once, <clears throat> excuse me. Holy shit. Um, that'll get edited out for sure because, you know, it was gross. Um, but when I moved here to Maryland, specifically in Columbia, it was very, very mixed. Mm. Um, like, you know, you had, Black kids, white kids, Asian kids, Hispanic kids. Um, it was just a, a, just everything. They're like there are kids like I I, I didn't know uh, what Jewish was. Oh, and interesting. So, so I got to Columbia, Maryland. One of my best friends, he's Jewish, and I, you know I didn't think because you know I'm not thinking about them. I'm just thinking, all right, you know we're all kids. We're playing. Let's go play football. Let's go throw snowballs. Um, I didn't know it until we did a fundraiser and we're selling wrapping paper. And one of my other friends, he came with me door to door. So we knock on one friend's door. Um, I don't know where he was. He wasn't home, but his dad answers. And I was like, you know, trying to sell. I'm a horrible salesman. <laughs> like I'm the kind of salesman, like I'll, I'll like I I'm like too blunt about shit. <laughs> like <laughs> At work, it's like, yeah, we have locks, but our locks are twenty dollars. Why don't you go up to Walmart and buy one for fucking eight? <laughs> like, nah, I, I tell people, it's like, yeah, you'll be all right. It's cheaper there. Save yourself some money. Um, then they, st- then actually, maybe I'm a good one because they buy it from you because they're like, oh, thanks for being honest. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, that fucking backfired. Fucking go buy a lock. Save yourself fucking twelve dollars, dude. What are you doing, dummy? Um, but. I remember saying, you know, to the dad, like, here we have the wrapping paper, blah, blah, blah. And it'll be in before Christmas. And my friend nudged me. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? He nudges me. He's like, they're Jewish. (laughs) And I turned and was like, what the fuck does that mean? He's like, they don't celebrate (laughs) Christmas. You know, mind you, his dad is still standing. I was like, like, they don't celebrate Christmas. Like, why the fuck not? And then his dad was like, his dad goes, no, thank you. And slams the door. Oh. Uh, I didn't expect him to buy any wrapping paper from me anyway, but still, um, it, it was just like, and then from that point, then I started to understand. I was like, oh, wait a minute, Judaism, that's a religion. And okay, I get it now. Uh, but I didn't understand any of that until I got here in Maryland, um, Columbia specifically. It's just a big melting pot of like humans. And then it's funny, all those kids that we grew up with, we all love each other. Like, you know, we're all mixed and I see a lot of them going to Trump rallies. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so that shit is wild. Oh like, no! Like, like, oh my god, we almost dated. <laughs> like that would have been <laughs> awkward. <laughs> like, <laughs> like dodge the bullet. <laughs> yeah, who she dodge the noose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it like differences is weird because it's like, like I said earlier, we're all humans, dude. Just just be cool to each other. Just yeah. I'm I'm thankful I'm thankful for like it yes Co- Colombia I mean where I'm I'm near Colombia as well and it's super super diverse I just 
really, really thankful that I'm a nerd because like it doesn't matter where you come from because if you like Star Wars, Star Trek, if you like these things, we're gonna we're gonna vibe and it's great. <laughs> exactly. I think being a nerd. So being a nerd and practicing martial arts are two things where we don't care who you are, what you believe in, what color your skin is. We're all here for one goal, and that's whether it's Comic Con or whether it's um, the IBJJF uh, tournament. We're all here for one thing, and and that's what matters. You know, when we get on to the jujitsu mats, you know, I, I had a teammate. We had a, a back and forth um, where we have uh, different political views. I put up a post. They, <laughs> the post. That I put up was talking about equality and how equality isn't like cake. Just because someone else has equality doesn't mean you get less. Mm. And this teammate commented to me, it was like, well, not if they're burning down buildings and rioting. Mm. So I replied and we went back and forth. And then I goes, so I was like, and um, to be honest, that post that I put up, it wasn't about black and white. It was about trans people. <laughs> like, like, so you're getting mad about the wrong thing, dude. You, like before you get mad. So um, in, in, you know, when that kind of all took place, the gyms opened back up here. He and I, we trained together. I think it was like two or three weeks later. And I made a point for us both to drill together as partners. Um, and, you know, it's kind of to show the point that like, look, we don't agree like on the same things here as far as like our outside lives go. But we have a goal here on this mat and that goal is to get better and, and improve ourselves. So, you know, we don't bring that baggage to the mats. We, you know, being a nerd, we don't bring that shit to the conventions. We don't bring it to the comic shop. We don't bring it to the movies. Um, you know, we try to, you know, enjoy what we enjoy. Um, but speaking of which mm. being into star Wars and everything, um, give me a top five out of the all the Star Wars films feature uh, feature films. Ooh, you want me to? Okay, top five. All right, top five. You, you're like movies or uh, just movies? We're just doing the just movies. The movies. Awesome. Number one, Return of the Jedi. I know, I know, a lot of people like Empire, but Return of the Jedi is mine. Um, I mean, Luke Skywalker in all black with his green lightsaber he's finally in his element there is nothing better than that um mm -hmm. i would say number two is probably rogue one i know i know a lot of people you know have some feelings about rogue one but that was a solid war movie like you don't even need to know anything about star wars and rogue one is still a killer movie mm -hmm. um i'd say number two is probably a new a number three is a, a new hope just because you know just just feels, you know, nostalgia. I mean, that was, I am, I am old enough to where I remember Star Wars before the prequels, like just old enough, right? Like I'm that, I think that last generation before the prequels were like what you grew up on because I grew up on the original. Um, uh, that being said, number four is Empire. <laughs> I, I I like it's it's they they had to make it like all three of those original originals had to make it, um and then I think uh, for my last one for top five just because of all the emotion in it, 
it's Revenge of the Sith. Is is so good. It's I know the dialogue is choppy because George Lucas can't write dialogue worth of shit. But when like when it comes down to it, that Obi Wan Anakin fight eats at my heart every single time. I will cry. Okay, now you go. You got to tell me, dude. Just real quick on on episode three, dude. Every time that that final battle. It's not just that though, too. It's all the stuff with Padme. Um, it's him fighting with his demons and, and talking with Palpatine. All that shit matters. And you know, people just want to, you know, nitpick about dumb shit. But it's like, sit down and watch that movie and take in those emotions. Um, so I always have a hard time with with number one because I love Sith so much. Um, but Empire. It is number one for me because it's, you know, just it, it leaves you on the ultimate cliffhanger. Like, bad guys got the upper hand. You, you know, Han, what's going to happen with Han? Luke just found out about fucking his father. You know, like, the, the, those alone, those two things alone is like, holy shit. Um, you get introduced to Yoda. You get introduced to Lando. You know, you're, you're getting these new, these new vibes. Uh and number two for me would have to be episode three, uh, Revenge of the Sith, just because of the raw emotion. It's just that that movie gets me every time. And there's sometimes I'll just put that movie on alone. I don't even watch the others. I'll just put that on because like, I need the emotions. I, I need yeah. them fills. And I turn it on. I'm like, holy shit, that was a roller coaster. Um, you know, just Padme's love for Anakin. And Anakin, his love for Padme you know, you know, that's, that's, that was the tool used to, you know, bring him over to the dark side because he didn't want to lose her. He's yeah. having these nightmares that she's going to die. And Palpatine's like, gotcha, bitch. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to use that against you. And at the end, where he's like, where's Padme? And I was like, oh, in your rage, you killed her. <sighs> oh my God, dude. It's uh, like, oh, uh, right, yeah. No. That's fine. I I was like I was actually reading because I I don't know about you, but I like reading all the like a lot of fan theories mm-hmm. about you know just and it's been years since these movies have come out, but people are always coming out with new fan theories about things, and I just love them. And I read something recently about how someone had this idea that I mean it doesn't make sense that when you really think about it, like Padme just died, like really, like Padme just died, really. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the her will to live just kind of went away. Like, what what was that? What was that? You know. So someone someone posed the theory uh, that um, Palpatine actually like drained the life force out of her to keep Anakin alive because he talked mm-hmm. about being able to do that. You know, as a student of Darth Plagueis, and I was like, well, you know, okay, there may be some merit to that. I just thought it was interesting. I don't I don't hate that at all. Um... I, you know, I, I stick with the emotion part to it. It's like she just, she was in so much love with him. She died of a broken heart, basically. She knew that he was gone and she was not getting him back. And she would rather just not be if yeah. she couldn't be with the love of her life. Um, what I always find kind of wild, like looking back on that, though, it's like when she first met him. Um, It's like, yo, she was macking on a fucking 10 year old kid. <laughs> well, to be fair, she was, well, <laughs> She was fourteen. She was a she was a teen queen. 
Yeah, man. I don't know, man. That, that's 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 that R. Kelly shit, if you ask me. Like, I know, I know. It was it was a little weird. Um, actually, no. He was kind of macking on her. He was like, "Are you an angel?" You know, shit like that. It's like he he you know he knew what he was doing. He had he he was like, "I got my own, you girl." He did. He made her um, necklace and everything. Yeah, he he yo he knew he had plans. Uh, I got a friend. Um, he he's not a Star Wars fan, but. You know, he was watching the the uh, all of it with us. <laughs> he says to my one buddy, you know, as we're just watching, he knew Anakin was going to become Darth Vader, and he knew like how because we'd already kind of seen it a few times. And the friend goes, "This is watching episode one." He goes, "Wait, she's going to end up fucking that little boy." <laughs> it's like it's like, damn, dude, like not 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 so blunt, but I mean, eventually when they grow up, like Jesus. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, number three for me would have to be uh, Jedi. Because, mm. uh, you know, now you get the resolution to everything. You get, you know, uh, Luke in all black with the green saber. He's confident now. He he knows what he's here to do. Um, and he's he's not going to let himself be defeated. He is a Jedi. He He knows it. And he's like, I'm here. Let's rock. Um, then New Hope becomes uh, my number four. And Rogue One rounds it out. Rogue One I it, it, Rogue One is one of those ones where a lot of times I put Rogue One at number three. It, it bounces around because Rogue One is just, like you said, it's a good movie. You don't even have to watch the other ones to know what's going on. You can just watch it. And I, it just, it, it's, it's just so well put together. Yeah. Where you watch it and you don't feel like, you know, it's not needed, but it's fun to have it included when you go and watch the movies in order. So that's my top five for those. And as much as people hate episode two, I actually now go back and I look at that and I do enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Um, because because ultimately this is all a big story connecting so you need those other parts no matter how shitty they are you have to find those yeah the dialogue in that one holy shit it's so bad i mean half of it is them just kind of being all like in love on naboo and you're just kind of just watching it going oh the whole time yeah, yeah the first the first few watches is like Ugh. but then after after embracing sith I realize you have to have Attack of the Clones and you have to have that build to get to Revenge of the Sith because it it would be like um it was one of the many issues that I had with Batman versus Superman was Clark and Lois being a couple yeah. and just kind of the the way that relationship was going it's like it didn't feel earned there were 18 yeah. months in between it just felt weird um, so if you were to do Star Wars, the Phantom Menace, and then do Attack of the Clones, but only focus on the clones and, and the conflict, and then you jump to Revenge of the Sith without building that love story between Padme and Anakin, it would feel very much unearned. Um, yeah. yeah. so, so him going into the rage that he goes into her dying the way that she dies um and and also you you see that relationship with he and obi-wan 
um, kind of grow from there as well. So you get a lot of build in episode two that gives you the payoff in episode three. And God damn it, I got to tell you, as much as it's a shitty, like, I don't want to say it's a shitty movie, but as much as like we shit on it. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of, it's like, you know what? When you when I break it down, at least that way, I feel like, you know, I have to give it a little bit more respect. Um, The, the dialogue is still dog shit, but still. It, <laughs> I, I've never written a script, so it's better than anything I write. Yeah, yeah, it, it was definitely it was definitely necessary. I mean, I agree the payoff is worth it. And I think that's one of the wonderful things about Lucas is that he knows, uh, yeah, dialogue is crap, but he knows pacing. He knows oh, like yeah. he knows it takes 10 years to make a trilogy and he <laughs> takes his time. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't want to put these out one after the other to make a I mean, of course, he's going to make a buck, but yeah. It's his baby. He wants to take care of it. And mm-hmm. I, I'm i noticing that we're not bringing up episode one. I know a lot of people crap on episode one, but episode one does provide my favorite character of all time, Qui-Gon Jinn. Hmm? None of this would have happened without my man Qui-Gon. So my feelings for episode one is the same as episode two, though. We, we need that movie. And I used to crap on that movie a lot. I, I I just attacked that movie. But when I would go back and rewatch everything, I realized, like, wait a minute. We need this movie to get to the second one. We need that second one to get to the third one and so forth. But not just in that context either, but also um, character building, character introduction. You know, all of this stuff is so important. And not only that, that fucking fight scene with Darth Maul. Classic. Dude, that, Duel that of the is, Fates. Oh, whenever I still play that in the car. Yes. I, I still turn that shit on just, just on a random. I'm going to jujitsu. I listen to a lot of um pop music going to jujitsu or or I'll listen to um scores. Um but Duel of the Fates, it gets me every time. And shit, after we get done recording, I'm probably gonna probably I don't know which one I'm gonna watch, but I'm watching Star Wars tonight. And it's gonna be one of those fucking prequel uh episodes, probably three, just because it, there's just so much going on. And I, I, I do need a good cry tonight. I, like I said, I popped some Benadryl, so it's gonna be easy for me to shed some tears tonight. It's like oh my god, like like what's going on here? Like my daughter will probably wake up like Dad, you okay? Like baby is she into Star Wars? So a little bit. Okay. She, she she's she's into everything um she she has um super mario brother like hot wheels like she has all the characters um she now likes the dc superhero girls there's a cartoon on netflix and funny enough in 2016 we were at the store we saw this box set so we bought it we're like hold on to it for later all right uh, her fifth birthday just happened recently, so we gave it to her for her fifth birthday because she sees all my action figures, and I give her spare figures. Like, how many fucking Deadpools do you really need? <laughs> you um, gave your daughter a, de- a Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, she has a pirate Deadpool and his wife. Um, it came with, like, uh, Jeff the uh, shark. It has legs, yes. so she was excited about that. But uh, she has the, the DC superhero girls, and she she – loves watching that she loves taking the the uh action figures and flying them around the house um she's not crazy into star wars 
she's aware of it. She knows that I enjoy it. And there are some days where she's like, all right, dad, I'm done watching whatever the fuck it is I'm watching. You can watch Star Wars if you want. It's like, baby, I was going to actually watch something else. But now that you say that, I'm going to put on Star Wars. And I try to put on animated stuff for her too. Um, like the Star Wars Lego stuff. Yeah. Um, I try to get her into that. She, I, I just don't want her to grow up as one of those kids who says they hate Star Wars. I would rather her just be like, okay, I'm aware of it. It's not my cup of tea. But, you know, people are like, I hate Star Wars. Like, well, why do you hate it? Like, well, it's just this phenomenon everybody's into. It's like, okay, you don't have to hate it because everybody else likes it. Don't be a bitch. Fucking relax. Yeah, yeah. Don't, you don't want to force it down her throat or anything like that. No, I mean, she's aware of it, but she's, you know, and when she's ready, she'll, you know, she'll plunge into it. Um, she just turned five and I'm excited because I think when she turns seven, I've got some classic horror movies. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. All right. Uh, the classics, like the old classics from like the 30s, because they're not really scary. They're, no, they're campy and silly. And um and they're they're appropriate, you know. It's not filled with foul language. It's not filled with sex. Uh, I just watched Thirteen Ghosts, the original one from uh, I believe nineteen thirty seven or thirty nine, and I love the remake that they did in the two thousands. One one of my favorite uh, horror movies. But the original one, I watched. I've watched it. I think I want to say four times over the last week. Um, is it's fun. And I was thinking, I was like, I think I can show my daughter some of these older horror movies. Because it's not as jarring as showing her, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street like I was watching oh, yeah. as a kid. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. So um, so when she turns seven, I think that's going to be that turning point of interest with things and being able to kind of sit and watch and embrace it. Um, I, my one buddy, you know, his, his kids are um, older. He has a daughter that's the same age as my daughter. Um, and they all sit down and watch a lot of stuff. And they're into it. Um, I don't want to have her watching the stuff and yes, she'll absorb some of it, but I don't want to, you know, Hey, let's watch it again. Let's watch it again. Let's watch it again to the point again, where she'll get sick of it. I want it to be, um, one of those things where we can sit down and watch it. She knows about it and she's ready to embrace it and understand. So, um, she's aware of, you know, Spider-Man. She's, she loves, um, into the Spider-Verse. Oh God, that movie, that movie makes me cry every single time. Um, I actually, um, there's a couple figures that I have from the movie. Actually, I have four figures from the movie. Nice. Um, I wish they would have made more of them, but whenever Hasbro does these sets, they're so dumb. They, like, Wait, they, which no, four they, do you have? Um, I have Gwen, Miles, uh, Peter from the alternate reality and Prowler. Okay. Those are the, I mean, the solid four. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so those are the only four from the cartoon that came in that set. The other two figures for the set was, um, Electra, uh, one of the hand ninjas and Frogman. which, yeah, I'm sure people were <laughs> fucking clamoring for a Frogman. Yeah, yeah, no, I was so pissed when I saw that. I was like, fucking Frogman. And then the builder figure was Stilt Man, which is a classic Daredevil uh, villain. But it's like, why are you, why not just make um, Doc Ock or Kingpin the builder figure? Yeah. Um, but she, you know, she's aware of that. She, you know, again, she sees my figure. She, she knows when she comes out here, don't touch nothing. Um, she, like, she knows the deal. 
Even though I know, I see that look in her eyes sometimes when she's mad. She's like, I will fucking flip this cabinet over. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm looking at her with fear in my eyes, like, baby, don't. Like, I will you give see? you, like, you can have all the chewy chip ahoys if you, that, that you want. Please don't, don't flip that cabinet. Um, so yeah, she'll, she'll get into it eventually, I hope. But if not, I'm not, I'm not going to lose sleep on it. But I think she's a very uh, sweet kid. So I think, I want her to enjoy because she enjoys it, but I feel like at some point she's going to enjoy because I enjoy it. And and that's yeah. fine too, but I really want her to be into it. And if not, no big deal. Uh, she loves jujitsu. She doesn't even do it, but she loves it. So and, that and, is and, awesome. And, and that's, that's on her enjoying it. Um, less about me uh, coaching it and, and training and more about, cause she's a kid. She likes to move. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, you know, the, the Star Wars films. Um, how'd you feel about the the sequel trilogy? Oh, that is so, that is such a t- touchy, touchy subject. So what I'm going to say about it is this. Star Wars is Star Wars. I love the universe. A lot of people make a really big deal about hating on something that's not real. Um, uh, <laughs> and I think... Yeah, it could have been different. There were a lot of like missed opportunities. Um, I don't lose sleep over it. And I will rewatch it because I love Star Wars and Star Wars is Star Wars. And what comes out for Star Wars is, you know, like I embrace it, whatever. Um, they may not be my favorite movies, but they are, they encompass my favorite universe and I'm ready to get lost in it whenever. Um, but uh, that yeah that's that's what i'll say about it i don't i don't think it had any kind of impact on me like the other ones um but that might be an age thing and i i realized that star wars is made for kids and i'm not a kid anymore and uh i'm cool with that <laughs> that's one thing i always keep in mind when people get upset about the new trilogy it's like you have to realize this isn't made for you yeah. this is made for just like when the prequels came out um, we were all excited because we're still kind of in that weird pocket age, like in our early 20s, late teens. And, you know, it took me a few years to understand, wait a minute, this was made for, you know, a different generation. So I remember buying the Lego sets and I, I was teaching at the time. And I remember giving uh, the Lego sets to a couple kids. I was like, I know you'll enjoy these. There are four, so they probably destroyed them. Probably ate some of them too. Um, <laughs> four-year-olds are wild, um, but it's you know this this new trilogy. It's not for us, and that's fine. Um, I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't hate it for sure. Uh, Phantom uh, Force Awakens. I'm sorry. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It it might be the my favorite out of the three, maybe. Yes. Um, the uh, Last Jedi visually was beautiful. Like I can't take my eyes off of it. Um, I I, I have to go back. I've only watched it twice, mm-hmm. but I, I I don't know. It just something wasn't sticking. And then Rise of Skywalker, it was just very sloppy. It felt like it wasn't very well put together, and. I don't want to trash the movie because, you know, it is what it is. But I watched it in the theater. 
and I enjoyed it in the theater at the time, just because we're wrapping up. I want to know how they were going to handle Leia. Yeah. I thought that was fine. Um, as it ended, I was like, you know what? Good. I think when we gave it scores, um, on review, I gave it a nine because I think I was still kind of high on it going back on it now. Cause I watched it again on Blu-ray. So my wife hadn't seen it. And after watching it that second time, that score dropped drastically, probably to a five or a six. Um, and I, one of these days I'm going to sit down and do a marathon, um, like a, th- a three day or maybe a three weekend mar- marathon, you know, one Sunday, just watch, um, actually I'm gonna watch them all. I'm gonna throw solo and, um, and, uh, row one and there too. It, it's a challenge to get the cartoons like clone wars and everything in there, but that's a lot. Yeah. Like, cause, uh, cause honestly, I, I wasn't in on Clone Wars in the beginning. So once it came to Disney Plus, that's when I started trying to play catch up. And it's just, it's a lot. Yeah. So, um, it's good though. I'm, it's good. So there's a list out there of episodes from Clone Wars that are definite episodes to watch that connects things. And then the other ones that are fillers you don't have to worry about. So I need to find that list. And I'm going to try to do that. But I am going to sit down and try to get through these movies again. And, you know, get to that final trilogy and maybe watching it that way might give me different feels. Hopefully. Maybe. I mean, it, they were, they were like, you know, all, it was a little disjointed because obviously there was a little bit of trouble with, you know, the director for um, Rise of Skywalker. Um, the Last Jedi was experimental. Like that was just, that yes. was all visuals. That was, that was trying to make Star Wars into an art house film. And it was like, um, I don't know that that was the right platform. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that, that this franchise was the right place to like be super experimental and artsy fartsy with what you're doing. Um, pretty beautiful, 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 but yeah. the general masses, I don't, I'm, that's probably why it rubbed people the wrong way. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, I, I agree. It, it's tough though because if you watch them all back to back i feel like that's might might even make it worse because it's so disjointed that if you watch it back to back you're gonna notice the glaring like mistakes even more i feel like it really helped to have that one year or two years in between each one so you could kind of breathe and be like oh i kind of don't remember what happened and then you watch the next one and you're like oh yeah that makes sense in reality it maybe doesn't (laughs) Yeah, thinking of it that way, because, yeah, they are so, like, it's like, you look at it, I was like, these movies, you wouldn't even think they're in the same universe other than the fact that, the, you know, characters are there. But yeah. otherwise, you watch those last three uh, trilogy films, and it's like, again, Force Awakens opens up, and it's like, okay, I feel like I'm in Star Wars. Nostalgia's mm-hmm. there. You get to um, Last Jedi, and it gets a little weird, but it still feels okay then when i get the um the last jedi then i start feeling like this isn't right yeah just like one of these don't belong and it's you get out of here <laughs> like <laughs> leave jj like you yeah. did the first one you didn't have to come back and fuck with this one but it's fine like it, it, it's and, and, and there's rumors that they're trying to just retcon everything. Say, hey, those movies never happen. They don't exist. Like, no, leave it. Leave it alone now. Like, yeah. 
it's, it's actually worse if you do that. So, like, keep life as is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I hope they don't retcon it because, yeah, you. It's it's out there. It's done what it's done. You know. Um, also, I just. I don't know. I I don't know. If you look at all of all of the movies, the nine movies. The original three happened over what, like a five, six year period? Um, the original see. trilogy. 77, 81, 83. I'm not talking in real timeline. I'm talking in Star Wars timeline. Like, oh, 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 in the yeah. universe, it was like five, six okay. years that everything happened. And then in yeah. the prequels, it was like 15 years that everything was happening. And then you get to the last three, and that was a year and a half, two years that all of this happened. And then suddenly you realize, oh, this isn't something doesn't like the timings off in universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I feel like it is definitely, you know, just discombobulated, but with the shows that they're doing, I feel like they're trying to make up for it with the shows and the shows aren't terrible. Like the Mandalorian is definitely fun. Um, I'm looking forward to the Ahsoka series. Oh yes. Um, you know, and then you know you have your animated, you know, the Bad Batch, which so far the two that I've seen I've enjoyed. I, I need to sit down and watch them again, and then watch episode three. Or I might what I might do with that is just wait and then binge it all. I, I don't like to binge because I can't when binging I can't get past three episodes or something. Like mm. once I get to episode three of anything while binging, I stop caring after that. <laughs> Um, just cause it's like, okay, we get it. I, I can't, there's not very many shows that I can just binge straight through shameless. Like we binge through that. Um, the office. <laughs> so I've been trying to watch the office. It, it's not that I don't like it. I just, I think because it's, it's past me. So oh, everybody yeah. is like in this bubble of it and they know it and they love it. And I'm like, I'm playing catch up. So I'll start like making jokes about something from the office. Like, dude, that is so seven years ago. I was like, man, fuck <laughs> you. Hey, screw that person. It's always <laughs> going to be relevant. It's always going to be funny. But I agree. Shameless is a good one. Um, we just finished Shameless last week and I'm actually rewatching it on Netflix right now. Um, and then going to go back and watch the last season. It, the way that the series ended, Almost felt like, ah, they could have another season. <laughs> they kept like advertising this as a final season, but the way it ended, it ended this similar to how season nine ended, where it just ended in a way where it's like they could okay. stop, they couldn't, yeah, yeah, they might be done. I don't know. And then when you hear, oh, season ten is like, holy shit, they're doing it again, <laughs> and then season ten ends is like, I guess they're done. And they're like, all right, one more season. It's like, what the fuck? And then when this season ended, I was like, um. I feel like there's some unanswered questions that I need a 12th season. You know, I don't want to spoil anything for people who may not have gotten to it yet. And they might be waiting for Netflix, but there's a, the, the end was huge. And it's like, I need to know how this is handled. I need to know what people's feelings are. Yeah. Um, but then I, I actually meant to mention this to my wife. Cause you know, we sit down and talk about these things afterwards. I was like, when you look at that finale and you look about, Look at the overall arcing thing of the show. At the end of the series, in the final episode, everyone discounting uh, the kid, Liam, everyone has a significant other. And when you're kind of leading up, 
that's not the case because you have Deb, you know, she's going through her turmoil being single and, you know, worried about selling the house. Mm-hmm. And if that's going to be a thing, she doesn't want to be alone. Then you end up in that final episode and she's with someone. Uh, probably not the best of people, which is why I wanted another season because I want to see how that unfucking folds. Um, not well. It's not going to be well. <laughs> that's why I want to see it because I'm going to be honest. I fucking hate that character anyway, Deb. Like she's a horrible human, uh, a selfish human. Um, but you you see uh, Ian and uh, Mickey. You know that is my favorite pairing. Honestly, they're probably the healthiest couple, yeah. even though they started out as the most disjointed. Mm-hmm. So I told my my wife, I was like, "Dude, I'm in if they just do a uh, Ian and Mickey spinoff." Yes, like <laughs> Mickey, you know, that dude, he killed it this season. Just like. When they got the apartment, and he's like, he made a comment. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. It was like, hey, yeah, our furniture is going to deliver tomorrow. I was like, they don't have money to get furniture. How are they getting furniture? And then he talks to the leasing agent, and he's like, yeah, where the fuck's my furniture? What are you talking about? <laughs> like the one that you showed us, you showed us an apartment with furniture. You mean a model ap- apartment? Oh, you're so cute. He's like, don't fucking call me cute. <laughs> like, dude, he he killed it this entire season, and I I would be so happy to see a spinoff of those two. Um, you know, like there, there's just so much that was going on that I felt like, you know what, we can get more out of this, but that might be the only show that I could think of off top that I can binge lost. I love lost. Um, lost but there's not, good. there's not too much I can binge just cause after three episodes, I just stopped caring. I'm just like, eh, I'll be all right. I don't need to see any more of this. Um, and I think the problem gets to if I get to a fourth or a fifth episode, I'm not paying attention. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch them anyway. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and uh, one other question, just kind of dipping into the nerdum yeah. here. Um, I know you say you hadn't really, you hadn't seen WandaVision in a Falcon and Winter Soldier. No, I'm saving them for when I have like my full attention span on them. So Falcon Winter Soldier, if there's anything from that that I could binge, I'll probably be able to binge through that. So that that's paced pretty well. So um, but it, it'll it'll be a treat. Um do you have a top five MCU out of all 23? Ah, oh, <laughs> yes, I do. And I was really afraid of this question because I feel like my picks are <sighs> nobody likes the movies that I like. I don't know why. Oh, you'll be shocked because I think some of the ones I like, nobody likes either. I know people don't like. Okay. All right. I'm going to tell you, you want my top three MCU? Yeah, let's go top three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Top three MCU. You're going to kill me. Mm. I loved the first Thor. I loved it. It's good. I loved it. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I know a lot of people like like Iron Man or, you know, um, the the for the first Avenger, right? Um, like mm-hmm. the Captain America, um, but yeah, that first Thor movie it just hit us hit hit a sweet spot. Like he was so the way they wrote it, it was so true to who Thor is because he was just this bumbling like god thing, mm-hmm. and he I don't know it just it was just such a pure movie for me. Um, uh, I uh, I really loved my number two is Black Panther. Um, it was also just one of those ones that just it, the pacing was really great. I just loved the storytelling. I loved how they presented the character. It was very true to the character. Um, in my opinion, um, 
And then I think number three would probably be uh, it, it, I, you know what? I'm gonna go old school. Uh, the original Iron Man. I'm gonna go Iron Man. That's a, that's a fair top three. Um, I, I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about the Thor movies. Period. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, any one of the three, people have very very uh, divisive feelings, and that's fine. Um, I enjoyed the Thor. I, I enjoyed the second Thor. Uh, dark world a lot a lot of people did not like that one yeah like I, <laughs> that's why everyone i talked to hated that one it's like uh, i mean well like whenever someone hates something my first question is um you know why did you dislike it and then you know i hear whatever reason it's like okay well what were you expecting and how would you have changed it but it still has to stay within the context of that movie how would you have changed that movie with what you had there to make that movie better and not many people give me an answer so it's like Fuck all the way off. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, my top three for MCU, it, it switches, but um, it, it typically stays the same. Uh, number one is always Iron Man, just because it set it off. And you can watch that movie without watching any of the other movies and just leave it alone. You don't have to. I mean, obviously, because it's the first one, but you don't need to watch more after to the build the story. But you could, because obviously there's more to it. Um, number two is um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another good movie. You don't need to watch the other movies. You can just turn it on and it's a good espionage movie. It, it, it's a really fun movie. A lot's going on. Um, now, number three gets tricky because it rotates for me from time to time. It, it rotates between Black Panther, Infinity War, um, and now, um, far from home, like, like when when we watched that in the theater, I gave it a very low score because I had a backache, and I just wanted <laughs> to get out of there. So when we did the review, I gave it a six. Oh no, I gave it a five. I was like, it, it was just not well done. The pacing was horrible. Then I watched it here at home. I was like, holy shit, that's an eight. I love that movie. Like that movie's so fun. It made Mysterio scary. Like yes, like. And I, for years, I've been wanting them to do Mysterio as a villain. Um, I've been wanting them to do Craven the Hunter. Uh, so when they did Mysterio, I was like, let's see what they do. And they they fucking knocked it out the park with that character. It's it so, so well. Um, just it was believable. Um, so my, my, t- my number three, it usually rotates between Infinity War, Black Panther, and uh, uh, Far From Home. It, it depends on my mood that day. Um, I know a lot of people love Civil War. I don't. Yeah. There wasn't enough casualty. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a morbid person, so I, I want to see someone die. And I don't. I'm not talking about heroically. I want to see some shit. Like when yeah. when a uh, war machine got shot out of the sky, I was like, "This is it." No, he's paralyzed. <laughs> no, they couldn't do that. Him. They couldn't. They no. couldn't do that to Rhodey. <laughs> no, true, true. I I I, I like Don Cheadle. I like Rhodey. You know, there, there's a lot more. Uh, to be done with War Machine. Um, you're going to have the Armor Wars uh, series coming up, and I'm excited to see that. So I'm glad it didn't happen, but I wanted someone to die. And honestly, look, we got two characters who ain't got no goddamn super suit and no powers. How the fuck they survive? And then, like, everybody knows we all want to see Hawkeye go. This dude's got a yeah. bow and arrow. Like, 
<laughs> the fuck are you, Robin Hood? Get the fuck out of here. I know we aren't they making a show and it's gonna be like, like Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. Like I could I forget that Hawkeye exists. I mean, Hawkeye said it best about himself in Age of Ultron when he's talking to Wanda and he says, Look, none of this makes sense. I'm a dude on a floating city with a bow and arrow. It doesn't make sense. And like you're fucking right, it doesn't. Like, like go get killed. That's fucked up. I shouldn't have said that. But yeah, he shouldn't be there. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> and, and like Black Widow, I, I'm excited to see this movie come out. Yes. Because I want to know what, what's going on. Because my feeling is, you know, again, yeah, she's cool. She can fight. Cool. But, hey, man, she should have died way before Endgame um, in, in some capacity. But I'm excited to see, like, maybe maybe they slipped through a little bit of that uh, serum that they've been trying to recreate. And maybe they, they, got, they got one batch right and they slipped through a little Mickey. And she was like, oh, shit, let's rock and roll. But. Um, I don't like Civil War because I, I love the comic, and, and it's not the same. Far from it. And, and to be fair, they can't really do it that way. Um, they could, but they couldn't. Um, but we needed some casualties. I didn't like Endgame because I'm obsessed with time travel movies and parallel universes and alternate realities. I'm obsessed with that shit. And watching how they did Endgame, like the first hour, I'm in. The third hour, I'm in. That <laughs> second hour, get it the fuck tough. out of here. That was like, tough. Like it's just like I don't know. It it just pisses me off. So I always put in game closer to the bottom of my MCU movies because people are like, how could you not like that? Well, first the fuck off, it was three hours long. And yes, I sat through all four hours of the Snyder cut and I enjoyed <laughs> every hour of it. But Let's that, talk about that though. That Snyder cut, I was not expecting to actually enjoy it that much. It did yeah. not feel like four hours. Yeah, it was it was paced so well. Um, my wife, she works nights, and she had just, so we watched it on a Saturday night when she came off of a Friday night of work, so she didn't have any sleep on Saturday at all. Period. Mm. We came down here, turned that some bitch on. We watched two hours of it, and she was still like awake she was still into it she was like i want to watch more but i know i need to go to sleep i was like fair enough she was like but it did not feel like two hours i was like that's what i'm saying when i watched all four hours i didn't feel like i watched a four hour long movie i felt like maybe two and a half three hours at best but god damn that was that, it was good it was good um with the snyder cut and and where that lies um, do you want to see more of what that Snyderverse could be? Hell yes, I do. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's like a whole petition out there. You better, you better believe I signed that. Like, we want to see more. I know the Snyder came out and he was like, yeah, you know, there's no plan for any kind of part two. There's no plan for anything. I'm like, bring out the Snyderverse because DC would be dead without it, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, like Wonder Woman was a great movie. 1984 mm, it was all right uh, but they're banking on wonder woman and other than other yeah. than snyder's stuff i feel like dc has no future in like a massive movie universe no i, I agree uh, there's some i sometimes have feelings with things where i'm like if it's a good thing let it be mm. I, I have mixed feelings i don't know like i want to see more 
But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? Let's just end on this high note right here. The reason why I, the reason why I want them to not do more is because I don't I don't want Warner Brothers to get their grubby little paws yeah. into this. And that's where it gets really gross. But I want to see more because there's just there's so much story left to tell. And there's so much they can do. The thing is with Zack Snyder. And people like to shit on Snyder. It's like he makes good action movies. He does. Um, it, like you, you watch Man of Steel. You look at BVS. No matter what your comments might be about that movie, it's a good action movie. You look at Three Hundred. Uh, watch Watchmen. Um, Sucker Punch. Fucking Dawn of the Dead. You know this man is a really good movie maker. And you know people get uppity about Justice League, but that was. Joss Whedon, yeah. not Snyder. And one of these days, I'm going to actually put them on side by side and watch them. I'm going to put, obviously, the Snyder cut on the big TV because <laughs> Joss Whedon doesn't get that kind of credit here. And I'm going to put, I'm going to put his version on the iPad or something. And, <laughs> not even an actual like TV, like not nah, even a monitor, an iPad. <laughs> nah, fuck that dude. He lucky he ain't getting the phone. I only, know. I was gonna say you better stream him on the phone. <laughs> the only reason he doesn't get the phone is because I might want to go on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like because I'm gonna get bored. And like, man, fuck that dude. Like, let me go to Instagram. Well, you got the other one. Well, yeah, I know, but it's good. Um, so I don't know. With with that Snyder verse, I would love to see more, but. I'm scared if they do more and Warner Brothers get in the way and it's like they, they yeah. just start doing what they do. Yeah, but do you and like spoiler warning, I guess, for people who haven't watched the Snyder Cut, but like it's been, it's been long enough. Fuck them. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Screw you guys. Um, <laughs> I want Martian Manhunter is one of my favorite characters. Mm -hmm. I want to see more of that. And I don't want to see a Joss Whedon version. I don't want to see a WB version. I want to see Snyder's Martian Manhunter. I want to see more of that. That's what, that's the thing. So what's funny is I had to have blinked or looked away the first time I watched it because <laughs> I didn't see him in it the first time. How did you until, not? There's like a well, whole scene. Well, until the end, I saw him in, in the end, but I didn't see him when um, he, he was uh, posing as uh, Martha. <laughs> How did you I, not see that? You must've been on Instagram. Maybe I don't know. I missed that completely. So when I watched it with my wife, because when I'm with my wife, I I try to make it a point to put my phone down. Yeah, because I want her to have her phone down because I want her to watch it as well. So I had to have been on Instagram or something. I might have been writing notes because I'm a weirdo. I take notes during movies sometimes too. It, it I, for no reason. I like I have a notebook here. Like I oh, just, I see that. <laughs> I just I take notes for shit. And there's really no reason for me to do it. Like when I watch uh, MMA uh, events, I sit there and I write down notes during a fight. And I do. That's passion. That's passion. Or it's lunacy. I don't know. It's one or the oh. other. I'm not sure what which which one it falls under. Because there's because again, I take notes and then I don't do anything with my just. I have notebooks. <laughs> Like uh, John Doe from Seven, there's like composition books oh, from no. wall to wall of like what what like they're they're gonna break in one day and like what are all these composition books? Oh, I might watch Seven tonight. Holy shit, that's a good one. I might. That is a good one. Um, I, I'm saying all this shit while I'm doped up on Benadryl. I'm not watching shit. You're I'm not gonna, gonna make a, it. I'm gonna turn the movie on and pass right the fuck out. Yep. Um, that's that's what's gonna really happen. But 
yeah, they'll break it. You know, they'll have to do a, a search of the house to find his composition books. Like, what the fuck are these notebooks in the state? One notebook, UFC three, huh? And they start reading like, okay, looks like Hoist Gracie got injured, so he didn't complete the tournament. We're okay. They get the UFC four. Right? Hoist Gracie's back. All right, and they start reading through. It's like. This guy's a weirdo. We should have just watched these fights. We just read, we definitely just read UFC 3 through fucking 130. And we could have <laughs> just fucking watched them. Um, but that's the goofy shit that I do in my spare time. Is I, I just write down notes on dumb shit for, for no reason. It's like watching fucking Scooby Doo taking notes. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Just like, look, dude, it keeps him from like hurting other people. So let him fucking write the notes. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, Oscar, this has been fucking great. This has been so much fun, dude. Thank you for doing yeah, this. Absolutely. I look, I'll, I will talk to you all day, every day. If I could, it's all, all the nerd stuff. You're super easy to talk to. This was wonderful. Thank you for having me. No, no, no. Thank you again for coming on and doing this. Um, it's, it's getting to that hour where I'm like, well, I don't want to keep you also, um, you know, I want to make sure I get this converted in time so I can start working on it. Um, but it, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for sharing, um, you know, aspects of, of your, your journey and everything. And, um, and then, you know, having that star Wars talk with me because, you know, sometimes it's just gotta be done. I don't, I, I don't think there's enough star Wars talk on this podcast, to be honest. I think I have two other episodes where we talk star Wars and that's definitely not enough. We need more of it. Um, <laughs> Happy so, to be part of it. So I definitely want to have you back on and, and with you being local um, and COVID starting to become um, less and less of a factor, um, you know, we definitely got to get together um, out and about. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do any nerve age events anytime soon, but I'd love to have you, you know, join us. Um, are you on uh, uh, social media, like Instagram or anything? I do have an Instagram. Um, yeah, that's about it. I don't really do Facebook or anything. I, I'm mostly Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to, once we uh, wrap up here, I'm going to send you um, a couple follows for Instagram. Um, part of the uh, the Cool Table Network with uh, Nerve Age Radio, The Force Awakens, stuff like that. Um, fun, fun group of guys. Um, some of my closest friends and without them, this show wouldn't it wouldn't exist probably um so so i definitely want to get you in on that and again thank you so much uh for doing this uh you got any uh shout outs plugs anything you want to mention before uh, we wrap up here no 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 shout outs no plugs from me just uh just happy to be here happy to talk nerd stuff and uh yeah can't wait to see uh i can't wait to hear your other episodes like i've i've, I've only listened to a couple but they were amazing and i can't wait i just can't wait to hear the rest <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for that. That does mean a lot to me. Uh, be careful. Some of them get a little wild. Some of them are just like, as soon as you turn, I was like, holy shit, what, why, what, why am I listening to this? I don't know. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've but, experienced that one and I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> but it's like a train wreck though. It's like, you can't stop looking. It's like, well, fuck, I got to hear what else comes. Like what's more, what's more, I need more. Um, so thank you for, for those kind words. Um, and Everyone that's listening, as always, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I can't say it enough. Uh, without you all listening, you know, I, I would still make the show. Like, you know, like we're working on another show right now called Adios Pantalontes, and I think I have four listens. <laughs> so <laughs> even if I only have four four downloads for this, um, 
podcast. I still do it because I like to talk. Um, but everyone out there listening again, thank you. Uh, do me a favor. Uh, make sure you guys check out um, my other show, Adios Pantalontes. It might be going under a name change. I don't know. We're going to have a meeting very soon and revise some things. I'm not crazy about the name. So that's going to be one of the revisions. But um, in the meantime, check it out. We're on Instagram. Um, I'm going to be honest. I don't even think Pantalontes is spelled right. So just write Adios and you'll see a neon picture of it says adios pantalones and i think there's like some glasses like toasting and maybe some pants i don't know but uh check it out follow us um we appreciate it um also check out uh my buddy Dunkle and his wife poe over at the shaded corner like just released a very long episode with them broken up into five sections because we talked for five fucking hours so um please check them out they're, they're uh, hilarious people. Um, and last but not least, Nerd Rage Radio. Um, go give them a listen. Uh, you, you know, if you listen to this, you probably already listened to them. Uh, they're, they're a big reason for this show. Uh, I recently recorded episode 300 with them, and it was a fucking blast. So um, please, you know, go give them a listen. But um, otherwise, Thank you, everyone. Love you. Uh, Y'all keep listening. I'll keep making these shows. Thanks, people.